J-Pal, you're a boy making big noise playing in the market's gonna fuck up my account one day. You got mud on your face, you big disgrace. Kicking your can, calling inflation transitory. Welcome to the Roots Report, your pick for the most fun and important news in the stock market. I'm Patrick. I'm Major. And I'm Tom. What are we going to talk about today, Patrick? Well, first, I'd like to mainly talk about the midterms and not politics, but how you're going to profit off it. But first, we're going to talk about Apple, Elon Cells, and FTX. How much is it worth? How much would you pay for FTX, Major? The the company? Yeah. I've got... What do you think its value is? Five, six... I've got seven quarters here on my desk, and I think that's still overvalued. Is that is that about right? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. let's see how much... Uh, According to Bloomberg, it is. Tom would get do it. First. Yeah, uh, apparently Tom, it was valued Tom. at one single dollar for all of F- FTX and everything that it is today. I mean, shit, I'll give it tree fitty. Yeah, okay. I, I I would even go as far as saying I would I would say five dollars. I would go as high as five dollars for it. And the bidding starts. Yes. Here we are. <laughs> well, don't listen to Do I hear a five dollar? Five dollar five dollar you're gonna hear five dollar. Five fifty, five fifty, anybody five fifty? Going once, going twice, sold to Tom in the red shirt. I might How give you five sheep red? for it. Ooh. Five sheep? Yeah. Maybe five mm. sheep for FTX. Because mm. uh, at least sheep has the potential to come back. So uh, I haven't actually uh, looked at this much. Uh, what is their reasoning for giving <laughs> its value from, like, what was it, $30 billion down to $1? Yes. Uh, Do they have, like, shitloads of liability? They, they were facing, uh, yes. like, liquidity issues, I, I was hearing. And um, I believe Binance was to sort of take over ftx and sort of be like a savior to the the platform and sort of absorb what it is Uh, so binance uh released a statement saying they were pretty much liquidating their ftt right but they were going to do it in a quote-unquote responsible manner as not destroy the share price uh and then wow would you look at that right after they tweeted out like just they destroyed the share price. dropping, right? Yeah. And then the next day, right, when FTT becomes has this uh, liquidity FTX. issue. <laughs> yeah, sorry. When FTX has this liquidity issue with FTT, uh, and and there's this whole other company that starts with an A, Almeida, right, which is the uh, the investment arm um, of FTX, right? There's just so many shenanigans, which which I want to talk about and caution and warn uh, as Bitcoin goes down goes down to five k. Uh, but basically, Binance said, "Hey, we're getting rid of our FTT. FTT drops down to a part uh, to a point where FTX is margin called because most of their backings is in their own coin, right? Which is one of the biggest mm. red flags in any crypto project or in, in, yeah, in, anything to do with yeah. crypto, right? Like whenever yeah. you're backed by your own coin, like that's that's bad news. That's that's not that's not good for the project. It's not good for your portfolio." You know, let's say 99 right. times out of 100, 99 times out of 10, if, I, if I'm being honest, right? Well, basically, yeah, you're just <clears throat> so this is handing like... over rights for them to print as much money as they want if you think that that has value. 
Right. But did I hear you right? Did you say Bitcoin to 5K? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think that's I, I in my mind. And I'm just, you know, I'm. What do I know? Nothing, right? I don't, my crystal ball's been in the shop since like 2020, right? Uh, since, yeah, didn't you, you like uh, a couple months ago? You were like, if you don't buy at 19.3, I don't know why. No, no, no. So, so yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. There's the 20K, 13K. Uh, can we just K, remind everyone what Dollar Cost Tom has been saying this whole time? Uh, you can't win. You can't well, can I'm finished. So, here's my problem, oh. right? So, like, yeah. So, first off, dollar cost averaging, right? Like, if you wait to the bottom, like you don't know what's going to happen. Mark Cuban can get really drunk and, and pour his entire net worth in, into Bitcoin, right? Or the exact opposite <laughs> of the situation can happen. So, like, no one knows what the bomb's going to be. So, I'm looking at levels to buy, right? Uh, circa 20K looked good. Circa 13K looks good, right? Right under 14. Uh, and then on under 5K. Because So, here, here's my biggest issue. And here's what I've been talking about in the Discord and, and, and worrying about and tweeting about. Uh, from my own personal account, not from Roots Research underscore. Follow that if you want to. You have this problem that has been shown several times, like Celsius, three arrows capital, right? Uh, everything in 2021. Like, there's just so much cloud of war. There's this, this fog of war. There's this gray fog in the financial sector, especially in crypto, uh, around disclosures, right? We just simply do not know what these people are truly holding and and it's proven time and time again they say they're holding one thing and they're they're not i mean look at luna look at tether right like that's it's it's terrible but basically binance then so so binance said they're selling the, the that crypto that crypto tanks they become a liquid to the point where they need to be bought out and then binance offers to buy them out right or it gives them a letter of intent to buy mm. them out, which just looks like a like like a really dirty like hostile takeover, uh, and then all day Wall Street was screaming, "Where are the regulators?" Like this is like the dirtiest, nastiest thing that 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 could have possibly happened, right? Like this is just it's a, a short attack by the competitors. It'd be like if Apple and Samsung were both public on on the same you know both tradable on the same platform or whatever, right? And then Apple came mm. out and was like, "Ah." Oh, we don't like Samsung's like current business uh, outlook, and so we're gonna divest all of our uh, interest in Samsung, right? And then you're gonna take Samsung's price from that, from you selling it, and from spooking the market, right? And then right. Sa- mm-hmm. Samsung in this hypothetical situation, not Samsung in real life. You know, the most powerful company in South uh, Korea, South Vietnam, South Korea, South Korea, Korea. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so so not exactly applicable in in this case, right? But then Samsung's share price, you know, tanks, right? The margin calls and and everything, and then Apple's like, oh well, we'll buy you Samsung. Like fuck you, like that's that's not yeah. how. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that's a quote unquote free market. But that's too free for for crypto to be a viable solution, right? Like if anything, this is going to start the downfall of Bitcoin. And then as Bitcoin starts to plummet, these companies that you've never heard of, these hedge funds you've never heard of, these whales you've never heard of, are going to start being margin called, right? And mm-hmm. it's going to just keep, yep. it's, it's going to cause a death cycle where these people are being margin called and then they have to sell their Bitcoin, which is going to lower the price, which is going to cause other people to be margin called and they're going to have to sell their Bitcoin. And so, like, yeah, that's how I think <laughs> you get sub 5K uh, before this gets better. Hmm. Well, I think, I mean, I I tend to agree with you there, and that's why I didn't really buy at 19.3. <clears throat> and so the way I think about it is like, and 
we brought this up a little bit last episode was <clears throat> it's not enough right now for the market to be fairly priced it has to go the other way where it's cheap like it's stupid it's like why is bitcoin at 5k when it was at 60k a year ago yeah um exactly we, so we that's have the to stuff see the I'm other really side looking for. yeah because it's like a you know if you ever seen it an oscilloscope or a, I, don't, I don't know a wave function it doesn't just go down to zero it goes below and then back up you know what i mean mm -hmm. can i interest yep. you in chipotle ticker cmg that that for uh because that's a domino that has yet to fallen and i think if the recession gets as bad as i think it might um in 2023 i don't know guac is gonna be a little too much on the side i don't know i have a buddy he would eat chipotle for every meal if you let him yeah there there yeah, are i don't know what it is i was like why don't you just make it at home like it's just like rice and beans and shit and he's like it's just not the same man there are there are some analysts <laughs> who said that uh chipotle is uh recession proof and you know it has been holding up so far in this terrible bear market of 2022 so your friend might be onto something here uh i mean is it it's not that cheap is it it's like 1300 dollars right now you're talking about oh for a burrito yeah that sounds about right oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that too yes yeah. and yes yeah yeah with avocado on yeah the side. no i mean <clears throat> things like food especially fast food uh, tend to actually do decently well even in a recession because people still gonna be eating McDonald's. You know? Oh, we, we've yes. seen reports. Like, uh, for this... comparison, I just looked at McDonald's and yeah, it's still up over the year. Not not much down at all. Hmm. Oh yeah, we, we've seen reports come out and in, in the last two weeks of this recording, uh, second week in November, right? That uh, the price of food in the grocery store is still rising exponentially. Right, but the price to buy food for restaurants is getting cheaper, so we're getting to this point where, you know, it's only a, a couple of bucks difference. You know, depending on where you live, right? Mm -hmm. It's only a couple of bucks difference between making your own food and going out and getting, you know, a three or three point five star equivalency of it, right? Which is still better because right. you don't have to do the dishes, right? Right, like if I can make burgers for eight dollars, or if I can buy burgers for ten, I mean, yeah, inflation is hard. I mean, yeah. I mean, me personally, I'm still going to make burgers for eight dollars. But you know, the average person's probably just going to make them for ten. Yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. Uh, speaking of overspending when you don't need to, what about uh, Elon over here? Well, Elon, it, it did actually... he time the uh, top again? No. no. So, all right, a little, little mid, mid top because he uh, sold a bunch of shares today. Can I? He sold twice before, and he timed like very good the top of the. The market. So, so here's my thing. Okay, people are like, "Oh, Elon's so amazing. He timed the market, right?" Statistically, we all know it's very hard to time the market. My hypothesis right. is that Elon selling caused a sell-off, right? So, like, right. he doesn't so much time the market. He doesn't so much time the top as he creates the top, right? Right. Uh, and so, when mm, we looked uh, this past right. Monday, right. Uh, the market's doing fine. Competitors, uh, his EV competitors are doing fine. And then Tesla is just randomly selling off. And now I was like, guys, I hit the Discord and I was like, what's going on here? Like, this doesn't, this price action doesn't like quite make mm -hmm. a lot of sense. And as it keeps going, mm -hmm. you're like, ah, you know what? I bet a bunch of Elon's like billionaire friends like backed out. Like, he's got to sell more shares uh, of Tesla, right? And if you look at the, like, the outlook, the, the, the economic outlook, over the next 12 months like this might be the highest chance he gets to sell it 
So mm-hmm. sell. And sell he did. Now, what I don't understand, right? So, like, I don't know. He sold a lot. He Well, he yeah, he had to, right? Like, like almost, nine million? No, four, it was almost four billion, right? You know, brought the share price down from like 210 all the way down to, to, to 180. But, hmm. uh, well, he does have that whole new company to run and pay yeah. for. True. So, well, I mean, like, why, why invest in Tesla anymore? First <clears> off, <throat> there's, there's two things I want to address. One, like, I understand he needed the money, but he literally created a head and shoulders pattern in his stock from the cell, right? Like, like there is a point when you, when, when any technician, anyone who spent five minutes reading, reading technical patterns, right? Looks at a Tesla chart uh, and it's like, oh, there's kind of like a little head and shoulders going here. Um, should we buy at this support level to make sure the pattern doesn't complete and everyone just sells off because they see a head and short, uh, a head and shoulders level. And then Elon was like, oh shit, guys, I can't get $20 to this blue mark. I can only charge eight. So <clears throat> might as well sell $4 billion with the shares. Uh, now, uh, and then he just created the, the head and shoulders pattern. So now I, you're looking at. I have at- a quick question. W- would you be able to kind of like short using options while you're liquidating your whole, whole portfolio? Yes. So, hmm. So can Elon buy a bunch of puts? Cause the top and cash in on both. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. But could he do it without the regulatory filing that everyone would know he did that? No. I don't know. No. Probably. Probably I mean, the <clears throat> FCC has like no teeth. So uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe he just files it and it becomes public later. Even I don't know. didn't didn't Elon just tweet out like a week or, I, and so, so I'm sorry to listeners. I'm sorry. He's tweeting out like at the pace of peak Donald Trump, like two tweets an hour. I cannot keep up with this man. He's deleting every other tweet. So like, I'm, I'm sorry here, but like uh, for, for not remembering or being able to pull this exact tweet here, but he's, he tweeted out like to, to Tesla shareholders that like the best was yet to come. And then within two weeks, He's selling another four billion dollars for the shares. Like, where is Gary Gensler? Where is the investigations? Well, he didn't say the best was yet to come soon. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'd like to. You know what? If that argument holds up in court, then God bless America and God bless Delaware. Uh, <laughs> just crazy stuff. What about? Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's not enough uh, teeth. It just. It's like, well, yeah, we paid a fine, but then we made a lot more money doing the legal shit that we did. So works out. Here's my thing. One last thing before we move on. Is there any reason to, to, to be long in Tesla anymore? I mean, so we talked about the, the TA, but let's talk about the, the fundamentals. Uh, you know, China over here is not giving up on their zero COVID restrictions and lockdowns, but about the mm-hmm. CEO, more importantly, I mean, eight companies, he said he's working over a hundred hours a week. Like, Tesla's just a, a a shit storm, right? And it's only getting worse. And like, who knows? Like, not even talking like the <clears throat> international implications like it could have in the future uh, between like you know with Tesla like production factories or whatever. Uh, but just like on a human level, the man's got ten kids. Now I know he just got divorced, so that clears up a lot of his schedule. <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, like, is this too much for one man? Well, I mean, that also, he doesn't do everything. No, but like, company. think about it. Like, like, even like, the, the, 
let's just say like this this man is you know let's just glorify Elon Musk for a second. Can he actively manage eight email accounts as a CEO and tweet as much as he does? Like there's an email that's gonna get missed, whether it's you know there's a traffic jam in the Boring Bridge uh, underpass <laughs> or. You know, um, there's a COVID outbreak in the Gigafactory, right? I'm just saying, it's it's a lot. It's worrisome as a possible well. That's why you have Tesla to shareholder hierarchy. He probably has someone that manages his emails for him and lets him know the important ones he needs to make decisions on. So let me ask you. That's yeah. that's a great question. Or he has that's a great managers point, that only send him stuff that's important. Uh, Tom, Tom brings up a good point. So do you think he has someone to manage his CEO emails, but he manages his Twitter per- profile personally? Or do you think someone else manages his profile as well? No, I think, I think he, he manages... manages his Twitter per- profile personally, Me too. but because he likes it. Yes. Right. Yes. Yo, I think he bought the company because he likes it and he was afraid of getting canceled on it right like <laughs> you can't cancel me i own you yeah it's pretty much right like like you have like you know, you're playing with your friend's toy and it's your favorite toy in the world and you're afraid you're going to lose that toy one day you just get your parents to buy that toy right or you off your, your parents to you get your parents to marry <laughs> off your friend that's a good that's a good one tom yeah that's good it's a much better option yeah i was gonna talk about his dad marrying his stepdaughter but that was a good one too <laughs> and speaking of reproduction did you hear Apple expects to lower their iPhone 14 production due to a COVID outbreak uh, with their partner Foxconn um, with like their huge massive like, production plant, which employs over 200,000 people? I guess wow. you could say an Apple a day does not keep the COVID away. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously with all the manufacturing that goes on in China and them refusing to like even sort of, like the entire cities could shut down because of one case and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, sixteen miles, yeah, sixteen yeah, miles. I imagine it'll be a lot of uh, production cuts and upsets. You know the best. Oh yeah, yeah. For the moment, you know the best part about all this is that Apple's going to rise like ten percent on the news that supply outweighs demand uh, for iPhone fourteen <laughs> in Q one <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, you know, Apple can't lose. It's kind of like uh, Disney. I'd still buy them. You just pick up some Disney stock. Hmm. Never bet against the mouse. Unless it's earnings. <clears throat> now, if Disney wait, was wait, wait a, a politician, I would definitely vote for them. Did you hear Gene Kramer uh, screaming on, on CNBC this morning? Uh, just all day, really, calling for uh, Bob Chapek, the CEO of, of Disney, to be fired? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Just because just like how bad like this last Disney earnings has been, like how bad this quarter is. Um for uh, for the for the for the Kramer heads out there, you guys get how funny that is. Uh, he was he was so so JPEG like six months ago. Anyway, uh, <coughs> I want to talk about something as divisive as Kramer's picks, and that's the midterms. But I'm not here to talk politics. I'm here to talk profits, guys. Yeah. You talk, so you want to talk with me? No. What do what, what do the <laughs> markets normally and cue the outro. Uh, can, I, can I read you guys some research uh, by U.S. Bank about this uh, midterm yeah, election? Sure. Cool. So uh, the stock market performance during the midterm election years can be separated into two categories, pre-midterm and post-midterm, right? Makes a lot of sense. Before and after. Pre-midterm election stock performance. Uh, the S&P 500 index has historically underperformed in the year leading up to the midterm elections. 
Sounds hmm. like this year, <laughs> not the same, right? Uh, Quite the average the annual return bef- for 12 months yeah. before a midterm election was 0.3%. I think we're sitting at like over negative 20% right now in this bear market. So right. like not quite the same. Um, but that is significantly lower than the historical average of 8.1%. However, this is pretty interesting because you know me uh, with my background. I don't know if I told you guys this, but I have a degree in mathematics. Um, so, you know, <laughs> so, stats are... What, where was it that you were like, it doesn't come up much in conversation. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's yeah. like one of the things. Sarcastic like land. If you listen to the podcast. Sarcastic <laughs> land. Yeah, that's all sarcasm. It just doesn't come through via uh, Discord messages. Um, no, it's, it's, it's heavy sarcasm. Uh, but so, like, it's important to look at the data itself. Because if you exclude the five midterm elections in the 60s and 70s, Right. The average S&P return for pre midterm election year is 8.1, which is the same as an an average annual performance. Very interesting. Right. Mm. Yeah. But on that point, I don't think that we right now we can really use like averages of what usually happens with the market to predict what's going to happen. Ooh, not anymore. We're a special uh, kind of shitty times. We're in a special shitty time. Ladies and gentlemen, not a normal year. Th- this man has read ahead in the outline. He is a hundred percent correct. Uh, post midterm elections, uh, stock market performance, and the post midterm election, the period's very different. The S and P five hundred has historically outperformed the market in the twelve month period after a midterm election, with an average hmm. return of sixteen point three percent. Now I know that's not nearly as much as the over 20% we've been averaging the last three years. So we've been, you know, especially new investors are, are used to that over 20% gains, but historically it's eight to 10% depending on how much inflation you want to add into it. So 16% double that, that's pretty darn good. All right. Uh, and this is especially true for the one and three month periods following the midterm elections, which historically have significantly outperformed years with no midterm elections. Uh, lastly, hmm. The last time the S&P 500 index produced negative returns during the 12 months after a midterm election was 1939, a time of tremendous economic contraction and uncertainty as the U.S. battled the Great Depression and World War II began in Europe. So, Ooh. something to keep in mind. Uh, in World the- War Three? Anybody? <sighs> uh, Hopefully no. All eyes on China. Hopefully Ukraine can nip russia in the bud it's gonna be russia china doesn't want to do nothing no but so so you know, russia's already doing something right but like china is gonna get engaged with taiwan and then like i don't know how those two like don't partner up at the end of all of this do you know how bad war for china would be right now especially since they've been locking down they've been trying to quarantine the covid to death they have no herd immunity right we could just and send like a hundred try to muster everybody to put millions of people together in one place spread mm. like wildfire Yep. Yeah. However, the, the 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 Republic of China has still stated their intent that Taiwan will be theirs, and they want to yeah, and they want to speed it up. So I understand what you're saying. I understand. Agree. We can do a whole podcast about how scary China is, uh, but uh, specifically for the midterms, talking about that. So yeah, keep in mind for World War Three. Not saying we're going to enter a Great Depression. I don't think. I don't think. Things are going to be that bad next year. I think things are going to be bad, but not nearly as bad. 
Uh, More like stagflation. One thing I did want to note that we didn't talk about in the <laughs> the brief topics overview uh, was that credit card debt hit a all time high. Ooh. Yeah, baby. So uh, for those Interesting. Uh, get that credit card out. Yeah. Start swiping. I was talking about how the consumer, the U.S. consumer has gone from in 2021 6.5 trillion dollars <clears throat> in excess savings down to 650 billion dollars right so from <laughs> yeah 6.5 down oh to my god 0.5 basically trillion dollars what is that that's like if you divided that by person like it'd be like a thousand dollars a person or something a couple thousand not much not much and th- no this is for the yeah that's for the this is just for the u.s not for the the global population like u.s population of savings right no yeah. i mean like but that just means that the u.s people have like zero savings oh oh they yeah. gotta retire eventually if you want to break down the stats yeah um Ugh. over four oh, sorry stats over here over 40 percent of americans are living paycheck to paycheck uh it's just uh to, to let you know how much inflation hurts oh, yeah and then j powell's gonna take their jobs from away too but real fast, Market Insider. J Powell's taking all our germs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's gonna. He, he will be by the end of all of this. Um. So just just to highlight it, Market Insider uh, posted S and P five hundred has posted positive returns in the twelve months after the midterm elections since the end of World War II. Uh, the Fed dialing down the size of future rate hikes could serve as upside support for stocks. Right, so there's this idea that we could have this fourth quarter rally, uh, based on cyclicals, uh, market timing. You know, not just your your Santa Claus rally, <clears throat> but a whole Q4 rally. Earnings have been pretty decent so far, right? Better than analysts expected, but just as as average as we expected it to be. Pretty proud about that. And don't worry, guys, we're just about to talk about rip it or dip it. But what do you guys think about? Midterm. Um, the stats here, right, show that now is the time to buy. Right, you add this into the Mc whatever oscillator, the McClellan oscillator from last month, right, that hit negative fifteen, right, and hundreds in the time the stock market's been higher, twelve months out from whenever it hits that low of a rating, right. So there's a lot of reason to. There's a lot of technical stats that say to buy here. What do you guys think? I really think just the state of where everything is, where people are going to be spending their money, isn't really going to translate into benefit in the stock market at all. That's kind of where I'm coming from. Like, I I really think that there was such lofty valuations at one point. Now we're seeing like a comeback to realism. And as Patrick kind of said, thinking about like a wave where um, it goes above and below the zero mark where it actually will go negative, where technically things should be at one point be undervalued. And I don't think right. we've seen undervalued Tesla yet, for an example, right? Like th- yeah. thinking of where companies are right now. Yeah, probably fairly realistic, but we should be seeing some kind of negative undervaluation as well. I mean, have we seen some bad times? Yeah, it's been a shitty year. Yeah, 100%. Well, we haven't really sense. started to hurt, have we? They haven't really twisted that knife quite yet. No. Uh, you know, to, to Patrick's know? point, we didn't, we went on a magnificent, a glorious 13 year bull run. We had a global pandemic and we never and really that... paid the piper, right? We, we, no, we delayed it. We put a band aid. We, we, no, we didn't put a band aid. We injected ourselves full of morphine. 
Yeah, <laughs> we, we created we a new a chemical while it was still hemorrhaging. Right? <laughs> like, so, like, the Piper needs to get paid. Let me ask you this. I'm going to put you on the spot, Tom. I'm put you on the spot, Patrick. Before yeah. the end of all of this, before we say our last goodbye, before Tom says the last outro, do we see... I'm just kidding. Not like that. But, like, in, in the next 12 months, do we see Spy drop below the pandemic low of 210? 211 to 1094. That's a tough one. It's 374 at the time of this recording. That's a tough one. How about I'm going to say we should at least match it where yeah, we slowly it. come back down and that would be the equivalent of Patrick's metaphorical twisting the dagger. So I mean because well, it would be long and drawn out, interest rates are high, everything yeah. costs more, my investment account is nothing. Oh god, this really sucks for a while. And then the we start. The only to thing I down. can think is that we have a lot more inflation to go still. Yeah. Yes. And that if it, if the dollar is more inflated, it's also a higher price. I think if you averaged out for inflation, if you took like dollar to dollar of the year, yes. Oh, so we took the inflation, we rose it up ten percent. I know it's not that well. I high. mean, like uh, to twenty twenty dollars, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I gotcha. So, like, it took about six months, right, from, like, right the, the peak right before the pandemic to basically recover. Less, about less than six months, right? Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't seem long enough, one, for a scary global pandemic, right? And then, two, uh, for a bear market after a 13-year bull run, right? And I'm speaking this as someone who's got 300 days into uh, a bear market, <laughs> Right, like, yeah, like this is this is agonizing. This is nothing like compared to the euphoria, and I, it's all about the Fed. I understand that the listeners understand that, right? But you know, shit's shit's gonna get well, worse. Yeah, and the Fed doesn't even like hinted at. They were like, "Nah, we're not not even soon." Oh, so so they accidentally not even did. Close to them. If we saw in the last FOMC minutes, they gave like they they started talking about how like you know we front loaded the interest rates and we're going to start dying down and then the market rallied like crazy right the market was like all right yes yeah. yes sir we'll take this bulls to the rescue and then some nincompoop some dumbass right uh asked jpal he's like oh yeah jpal the market seems to be reacting uh positively to to the fomc mints in your comments which was not Law. the case the market was already selling off and then jpal <laughs> gave a very hawkish statement and it sent us from like like it was like 391 minute and then 374 by the close, right? Like just just a massive <laughs> drop in spy. You can add an extra zero if you're a futures guy. You know that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what do yeah, you guys I mean, think? I, do you buy here? I don't. Uh, you could dollar cost average here. It's not like a terrible place. Obviously. I like that. You start dollar cost averaging here. I like that. That's smooth moves, Patrick. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. You kind of know my play. I've been talking about it for a while. Any trading that you're doing, any money that you make on it, just sticking into something that gives you dividends i mean i did that today i bought a whack more shares of uh our our favorite little dividend stock but um yeah yeah and i mean not to mention it's not like so we've had this like crazy bull run for you know 10 13 years um but there were times like in the 70s where the market was just flat to negative for yeah, 10 years for a decade yeah now granted it yeah. was only one decade so i like my odds but you know what? If yeah. if any decade felt like the seventies, it'd be now. now. Oh, here's a dumb yeah. question: Would you rather us be going into the seventies or 
the 30s. Ooh. 70s. You got cool mustaches. Would we cool prefer the mustaches. 30s or the 70s? Ooh, good question. Um, I would honestly want to say we're looking at more of a 70s into the 80s of the high interest rates period that was sort of in there. I want the 80s again. Cocaine, disco. Yeah. Good market. Yeah. Bull market, Bull baby. Bull market. But yeah, I don't know. I heard back There's in the day, be something. cops used to just pull you over, and if you were drinking too much, they'd give you a ride home. Bring back the yeah. 80s. Hell yeah. No. So, like, if, if anything, uh, Tom, I think, if anything, we're more of, like, a 90s situation, uh, like, 94. Uh, but uh, I don't know. So, like, I, I, I want to agree with you, right? Like, the, the, the Great Depression was absolutely awful. But the Great Depression mm-hmm. was so awful because everyone invested in the stock market during the raging 20s, right? Now, yeah. if we look into it, like 90% of stocks are owned by the top 10%, right? Uh, well, do you think there's a lot of people invested 10%. in the stock Do you feel there's a lot of people invested in the stock market that weren't before right now during what happened in, in the pandemic? Uh, so um, based on... I would say yes. Based on an institutional research firm and some publication they put out, I could not. I'm sorry. I wish I could quote them. Uh, Google it. Uh, no, 98, 98% of retail investors who joined the stock market retail trade uh, have stopped day trading. Uh, oh, really? At, yeah. As of like hmm. the the end of uh, September. Interesting. Yeah. And it makes sense, right? Like you grow up in a culture, you know, you start trading and, and 2020 or 2021 when stocks only go up and then, you know, you're stuck in 2022 when stocks only go down. True. Time yeah. to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think that's why employment numbers are starting to grow again? At least here in Canada. I don't know about the United States. Uh, well, so, I mean, it depends on like how you like talk about employment numbers. Uh, in my opinion, it's like the jolts number, like the job openings are increasing. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's because like when you drive around America, you drive around in your small town or your big town, like people still need employees. Right. But you're going to see massive job layoffs in these dumbass companies like Peloton, Amazon, Facebook, who are hiring by the literal thousands during a global pandemic. Right. And it's like, oh, we got all this money. Yeah. It's all free. Let's focus on growth. Right. <clears throat> let's let's do all of this. And like no one like stopped and took a second and like remembered like healthy growth organic growth right mm-hmm. like how shitty is it that you get a job and then within like 18 months facebook's firing you now right or even worse yeah, we even talk about this bullshit right how about elon firing half of twitter uh and then realize like after one week first off you can't meet a person at work in a single week and realize like it well maybe maybe you can in five days but he's not meeting he didn't meet like 3,500 people to to determine if they were good or if they were pieces of shit employees. He just but laid like off the egg, whole team the egg, without even looking at them. The egg on the face. You have to establish dominance. Yeah. He had, no, no. He <laughs> had to hire some of them Walk back. into a room, you're all fired. Now do you appreciate me? How great. Would you're it, all hired again. Like, okay. Isn't Silicon Valley like like a big like suck fest of like soy birds or whatever? Like, like w- it would be so great if like the people Ooh. Elon quit, like fired didn't that come back and then they were like also like soft stack developers like don't go work for twitter right because elon's like this this guy's just gonna fire you via email right and then like twitter's right. gonna tank that would be that's just yeah, you know true but now, you've got you've got you elon not over think here that there would be a lot 50. of people that would want to work for elon 
Do they? On his new little side project. I don't know. I, I mean, feel Twitter. Like there a lot of people. He's got a lot I of I think families. there are a lot of people on Twitter who want to work for Elon. A lot of people go work Elon. for SpaceX, but I feel like that's maybe a little bit different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's yeah, a lot yeah. of people on Twitter who want to work for Elon. I don't know how many of those people could actually work in Twitter. Yeah. It's a new world. I guess. It's a new business. And it's a new Rip It Recap. All right. Palantir was down, and I'm crying. Square pig space was up. Oh. Which we all set down. So Yeah, interesting. You know, fuck yeah. us, I guess. Yeah. Data dog down. Downward facing dog. Crocs. More like data down. Oh no, yours is way was yeah. up. Crocs was up. Ooh. Good thing our DD dropped. Nice. Yeah, it was probably because I bought a pair of Crocs right after a DD. Did you I, actually I mean I've I did actually. Ten percent of the get some Crocs too. dropped. <laughs> uh pizza papa john's i believe right pzza papa 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 john's is up uh and for our american listeners that's pzza jesus christ oh my god yeah who the hell says zed me next thing he's gonna say zz top it's actually zz top oh no do you know tom's favorite rapper growing up was limp bisque zed <laughs> Olympus Gazette, yeah. All right, are you ready for the rip it or dip it of this week, boys? Uh, yeah, so Ooh. just going ahead through the recaps real fast. Uh, Tom got one right for 55. Pat got three right for 62, and I got two right, making it 57. Let's move mm-hmm. on to Clear Secure. That's ticker Y-O-U. Up, rip it or dip it, Tom and Patrick. Uh, I don't even know what this is. What is this? airport security uh, if you have yeah. enough money you can Ooh. skip the line it's how the rich move i'm gonna say you up. know actually that sounds like I'm a good idea travel is up uh, i agree with you beautiful gents yeah i've been to uh, a lot of airports i always see them it's weird how like much more it's much more expensive so much more expensive uh, I've, uh well like i think it's like uh, 30 bucks a time or is a hundred bucks every six months or something like that i've never done it but you can get if you pay a hundred bucks for just tsa pre-check you do it once and then it's good for like five years oh hmm. i have personally cool. used the service before and it was it kind of like nexus the clear secure yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a piece of crap kind of like a waste hmm. of money yeah i could never bring myself to do it because i'm like but i could just get tsa pre-check and then right. i just wait in line Exactly. I guess if I was in a rush, though. We mm. were in a rush. Uh, and spoiler alert, yeah. we still missed our airplane. Uh, and actually, fun fact, yeah. no one died. Like, people freak out. Like, oh my god, you're going to miss your flight? Like, don't miss your flight. It's the end of the world. It's not. You're going to get home safely. Thanks, parents, for nothing. Anyway, let's talk about Walmart. Sad. WMT. Uh, inflation is up. Is Walmart? What uh, do you think, Tom? I'm going to say down. Just on spending being down overall. I don't know. What about you, Patrick? Say up. People love those uh, those cheap deals. Wally Walmart World is lowest price. The best. That's right. Uh, although Walmart doesn't really have all the lowest price anymore. It's fantastic. I could do a whole other podcast on Walmart's brilliant pricing scheme. But I agree. It's up. Let's move on to Home Depot. Um, shout out to all of our Discord members um, who have read our premium due diligence on home depot what do you guys think is going to be up for this next report this earnings 
for Home Depot, I'm going to say up. I'm also going to say up. I'm going to request that Finn delete what I just said. We're going to do this line over again in case we're down. In case we're wrong about Home Depot, we don't want people to think like our DD shit. So I'm going to do it again, but not do it with the DD. Uh, so what about Home Depot? Are you guys working on your house? Uh, or is this stock in the toilet? Riveter, uh, did it, Tom? I don't know. I think they're kind of all used up and uh, there's no more future contracts out there. So down. Down? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go up. Just just feeling feeling the groove with Home Depot. I feel you. I feel you. Now, Home Depot has surprised me before. They had these uh, these con these professional contractors, but I gotta imagine two quarters later that you know they're running out of jobs to do. People are running out of money to spend. I'm gonna say down. Now, what about uh, TJX companies? Do you guys want to take their earnings to the max? You know, I'm a maxinista, baby. TJ Maxx. Ah, I don't know. It- discounted store sort of you could argue right um, yeah yeah re- yeah discount retail clothing and oh some weird i'm gonna say impulse oh. bus. Oh, yeah. i like it yeah might be a good spot for the the rest of the needed spending that there is out there right yeah people are gonna people still need clothes people still need mm-hmm. fashion right but people don't need to spend 60 dollars on a dress when they can get it for Half price at Ross or TJ. Also, I know people who go to TJ Maxx and they're definitely like addicted to it. Oh yeah, because like the inventory changes like every week, so it's like affordable right. shopping. I, oh yeah, it's the dopamine fix is is is. You get unreal. to scavenge. Mm. We like to go back to that uh, primitive, that uh, reptilian brain, don't yeah. we? There, right. Yeah. That's why we use uh, stock scanners. Um, speaking of scavenging for good deals, what do you guys think? Oh, I think I'm. TJX is going up as well. Uh, BJ's, right? Talking about good well, deals. Well, using my reptile be- brain, I am a big fan of BJ's, but I never really want to pay a wholesale price for BJ, so I'm going to say down. All right. What about you, Tommy? <laughs> uh, with BJ's, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm, I'm teetering here because it, it may be... It may work well if things are more expensive. Uh, people may flock towards the wholesalers, but because you might be pinching every last dollar, you may not be able to afford the wholesale prices because it's usually higher overall. So I'm going to say down. Well, I have never been down around wholesale BJ clubs, so I'm going to say rip it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. No. All right. Shopping there is a pleasure. All right. All right. Kind of like uh, similar to Costco. I don't. I've never been to a BJ's. No idea. Uh, it's not a dollar fifty uh, hot dog. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. See. So why would you not go to Costco? Exactly. Uh, location, location, location. Fair enough. Why won't Why won't Costco come <clears throat> to me? That's the real question. Puts on <laughs> Costco. All right, guys. Well, I just want to give a a big shout out, a big to do, a big farewell. To all of our listeners and all of their portfolios as we head into... Where are they going? Uh, to <laughs> sub 300. <laughs> I'll tell yeah. you that. Like, sub 3,000 on the SP500. Uh, like, geez. No, that's not financial advice. I'm not serious about that. That, that price target, it's not a price target, right? But, like, things are going to get worse before they get better. So, plan accordingly. Dollar cost average. 
sell and buy the dip uh one of the last remaining charts that's holding up and again i like to emphasize that this is a year where the stock market does not care about always or nevers right there's a whole laundry list full of observations that were broken this year right uh this year that the market has faced faced 40 year high levels of inflation right look at that beautiful stat we quoted you know geez forever ago uh, about how the market has never, historically, has never made a new low after retracing 10% after a 20% fall, aka, i.e., uh, in the past, when we've dropped 20% and then we've rallied, we've rerounded 10%, we've never made a new low again. And that's clearly not, not the case this year, right? Like that, that's changed a lot. This year has changed a lot. So these always are nevers in the market. They, they don't hold up. The, they're not holding up against 40-year high inflations. But one of the last things, one of the last charts that are still holding up, and, and I'm not saying it's going to hold up, but one of the last things I'm still looking at is that the market doesn't bottom until the 10-year peaks. So as I'm heading into year-end in Q1 in 2022, 2023, I'm looking at the 10-year and yeah. I'm looking at our Discord every single day. You can join me for free if you want to. The link will be in the description down below. You can always tweet at us at RootsResearch underscore. Mm -hmm. um, give us a like. Follow us if you want to. Subscribe. We've got some uh, some daily updates that come out there. Some good charts from our technical analysts. Uh, it's, it's a good follow. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we do have a premium that has been on freaking fire lately. Um, I believe there was a call out earlier today uh, with a 99.98% accuracy from our lovely god of thunder, the cow, Coco. Um, yeah, it's a... Aw, I thought you were talking... I thought, I thought you were about to highlight me in, our, in my micro strategy call out. Uh, see, during all this craziness with FTX and, and Binance, right? So FTX announces they're a liquid, right? Uh, micro strategy, crypto stocks, crypto starts to like just plummet, right? And then mm -hmm. Binance is like, oh, hey, buddy, we'll buy you with a letter of intent. Rallies like crazy, right? Anyone who's spent like five seconds like watching crypto this year, like that letter of intent is not going to follow through. Like they're going to they're going to spend five seconds looking at the FTX like P&L. They're going to look at their books and look at their assets, realize it's all FTT, right? It's, it's all just like, like like a circle jerking uh, of crypto. And they're not gonna they're not gonna buy the company, right? And that's exactly what happened. And then that put I called out one from three dollars and thirty cents uh, up to over thirty three dollars, right? Mm -hmm. So three thousand dollar gain, pretty cool. Check out the Discord if you want to. I mean, it's not gonna happen all the time, but I'm always watching the market and I'm always calling out uh, some suspicious ass price action. But you know what is consistent, and that's Tom giving us a beautiful outro. And we'll cue the outro. Thank you for listening to The Roots Report by Roots Research, LLC. Everything discussed in this podcast should be considered to be disinterested commentary between hosts. This is not financial advice, as we are not financial advisors. Please be sure to share, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, and join our Discord. Links are in the description below. This has been The Roots Report, and stay rooted.